nudges and heart nudges. Heart nudges are loving little love taps that's trying to guide you in the right direction where truth bombs come about because you're not listening to the heart nudges. Truth bombs are eye-opening, mind-blowing, soul-awakening words that just resonate in all that you are. They wake you up. And you're changed in the moment of those words. And those words will keep pinging around in your head, keep changing you and shifting your perspective. No matter what, whether it's a truth bomb or a heart nudge, it guides you, it helps change you, it makes you more of who you are. Hello and heads up everyone. A new cohort is starting September 5th for Becoming the One God Calls program. This program has three courses all rolled up into it with group sessions so that you can get the most out of the program. We have a back to school special starting with this cohort, which means get two for the price of one. Not sure if we'll ever do this again. So check it out in the description will be a link so you can even try out ahead of time a seven day free trial of the program plus a bonus free session. Check it out. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Truth Bombs and Heart Nudges. Uh, we have Taylor Johnson joining us again this week. Welcome, Taylor. Hi. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for um, coming back. Uh, the reason we have her back again is because today we really want to talk about community and how important it is when two or more come together, then God is there also. And so, and not only that, but uh, the way that energy plays into our lives, we are corded to each other and having someone be able to lift you up when you fall is super important because Satan is going to attack you. If you fall and you don't have anyone to help kind of pull you back, back up to that love energy and wrap you up and let you feel safe, it's easy for him to twist things around and what seems real is not. So that's what we're going to be talking about today is community and why it's so important, especially when you are wanting to remain and become seamless with God. And what I mean by seamless, sometimes it's hard to kind of explain. Again, it's an energy thing. So when you become just like when you have that really good friend and you can say the exact same thing at the exact same time, like all of the time, because you start, you know, really thinking alike. And in essence, it is us starting to think like God and be able to live the way that he wants us to. And just to breathe his fire out into the world and get people just loving him and, and loving themselves because you can't give what you don't have. And the greatest love that you could ever have comes through God and then through you. So that's what we're going to kind of dive in today is the importance of community. Um, and it's amazing how and we've talked a little bit about our story, like Taylor, like I can't remember exactly how we met anymore. <laughs> and we just have been, you know, it started out just like so simple and now it's so complex. Like there's so many energetic godly cords that tie us together now. It's fascinating actually. And so that's what you're wanting to find in your life is those people that just wrap you up in God's love and you're accepted exactly for who you are and encouraged to become more you because the more you're you, the more you are God because he created you to be like him. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> thank you i'm just winging it um that's what happens when you allow god to be seamless with you he will take over your words because he knows exactly what other people need to hear and he knows exactly how to say them in a way that is accepting and where people feel convicted and not condemned because god will never condemn you he will only convict you because he loves you so much and that was one of the first things that i had to learn um, many years ago when God first told me what I would be doing for him. And I was like, eh, no, he warned me that it was so important to love people enough to tell them the truth because it's easy to 
speak to make people feel better instead of actually make them better. There's a difference because feelings aren't always truth. Feelings are just our way of expressing a need or, um, or even to disprove something. It's, it's always pointing you in a direction to look deeper. And that's also what community does. You need those people in your life who are going to tell you, nah. <laughs> sometimes it's like, it's like, that's not a good idea. Let's look at the ripple. Let's look and see what yeah. would really happen. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> I know. Well, thanks. God is speaking today. Um, yeah. Absolutely. I um, I agree with you. Um, community is definitely something that um, we were created for and we were meant for. And I think that, um, well, number one, you become like the five people you hang around most. So I think we all get to a certain point in our journeys and our walk with God where we have to make a decision of who is my circle, who's around me, who's pouring into me, who am I hearing from? What does this like relationship look like? Is it me pouring out, pouring out, pouring out, and then becoming drained because it's almost like there's no balance. There's no back and forth mutual pouring into the relationship, right? So I think that it's important to evaluate your circle and it's important to get plugged into a Christ-like community. Like no matter where you are in your walk with God, say like, say like you're just like, right, especially if you're at the way beginning stages of your walk with God, like you definitely need to get plugged in with a Christ-like community. There's so many places you can find that. Um, and just have that kind of influence on your life and around your life, because I definitely remember the beginning stages of my walk with God. Um, and in my adult life was, um, very much one foot here, one foot there, like, Oh, I had like my church thing. And yeah, I did that. Um, it was kind of more hush hush, but then I also have this whole other life and, what I think, I think this goes right back to what you're saying, Lori, about becoming seamless with God. When you become seamless with God and that is like your mission, like it, it's like picture your foot coming up out of the other life and it's both feet in the life of God. And so it's not so much like juggling these two different lives. Like, first of all, that's exhausting. It is exhausting juggling two different lives, being two different people, right? Just become the one God has called <laughs> mm -hmm. and, you know, get both feet in the water with him. And you will find that things are just going to come to you, like that are meant to come to you. Like the community will come to you in a sense, like you, this might be what sparks it. And it's like, okay, community, right? I need to focus on community, getting around people that think about, um, you know, are like-minded in this area of life. And sure enough, it's like, it's almost like it's just going to happen. Like you're going to look up one thing. We're going to talk about some different ways too to be plugged into a rich uh, Christ-like community. And um, sure enough, you're just going to watch things unfold in your life. And when you view that perspective with God, you're just, everything is going to reflect back to him. You're like, he totally did that. Like there's no other explanation, <laughs> but God. Like when you step both feet into the water with him and you're walking a seamless life with him, it's almost like you gain a whole new perspective on your life. It's no more like, oh, wow, that was luck or wow, it just happened. Like, I don't even know. Um, it's like, yeah, no, that was God. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> hands down. Like I saw how he orchestrated that. Now looking back, that was pretty awesome. <laughs> so yeah, becoming seamless with God is um, huge in every area of your life. And especially in the building blocks of building and growing in a community. Um, but yeah, I, and I think that the number one reason people flee from the idea of a community is the fear of judgment. I think we fear being judged because I just take myself back to that place where I was living two different lives, like very heavily, very clearly living two different lives. And I'm like, oh, these people can't know about this, Taylor. <laughs> so, um, you know, a conviction stirs in your soul 
in those moments. And that's where I say, what I was saying is you get to this point where you have to make a decision. You have to make a decision. You cannot serve two masters, right? So um, aside from that though, we're all sinners, no matter what. Like, yes, I'm walking with God and I love God and I love talking about God and growing with God. But at the end of the day, I am not Jesus. I am not perfect and I won't be perfect. And so that's why community is so important because we can come together and, and cry together and, you know, and worship together and move past these hardships together and not just hide in isolation because we fear judgment. And that's exactly why God placed community because we are the body of Christ. We are called to come together and there's so much power when we're all together and like working through this life together, not just isolating with our secrets and our fears and our anxieties and our depression. Like, like I said, we all struggle. We all have, have hardships no matter what, but when you work through these things with the community, um, it's almost like, it's almost easier to get through them really. So that's my perspective on community. <laughs> and it is easier when you have people to help lift you up. Um, I spent a lot of my time alone and when I would fall there was no one to lift me up and so I could go into the darkness for long periods of time because there was no there was no light directing me back out and so it wasn't until I did start becoming seamless with God and I you know flung myself at his feet and said help me because obviously everything I'm doing is wrong because I really did get to a point in my life where it was just the biggest mess ever and I finally was like, this is hard and it's heavy and I don't want to carry it anymore. And, and God specifically says to come to him and, you know, he will take our burden for us and give us rest. And that's also what we get when we have a community, because if something does go seriously wrong, you have this, you have this group of people already ready to rally, to do what's necessary to make sure that, um, one, you're not alone and that you're lifted back up and that you get the things that you need. And it's important to have that because I think that's what Satan wants to do. He gets you alone and it gets you convinced that if people knew the real you, they would judge you and they wouldn't love you. And that's completely false because God takes you right now, just as you are. He lifts you up. He dusts you off. He cleans you up and he just sets you back down. He can lift you. I mean, you could go out so far off track, like you're like a negative 11 and place you at 1000 and 522. No idea where those numbers came from, but he can do that. He can do that. He can just lift you up and move you. But it's only if you trust him to lift you and carry you. Mm. So it's so important. <laughs> and I, and I got to remember, and I think what really helped me is being a single parent because it was always in the back of my head that if I can't do this in front of my daughter with her watching, then it's something I don't need to be doing that helped me so much. She was kind of like my lighthouse, my guidepost that God gave me. He knew like that I needed her <laughs> just as much as she needed me. Um, and so that really was like eye-opening when you start thinking about the things that you're about to do. And, and I would ask myself, you know, what would I do if my daughter saw me do this? And it changed my perspective. And now it's more of like, I know God is watching me. I know. And, and part of being seamless is it's really weird little things too. Like I could be, uh, just wash my hands, went to, you know, in some public bathroom and drop my towel on the floor. And I, cause I missed the garbage where I used to would just walk away. Now I instantly hear God be like, pick that up <laughs> you know? yes. or, or even the cart, the grocery carts. That was another one who would get me. Cause I would just, you know, people just leave their carts out and he's Eat like, it. really? Yeah. Oh, that's so good. It's so true. And this is where I think it can be like, um, People like really mix um, the idea up of like, okay, a call of Christ on your, on your life, right? And like walking with Jesus versus the good deeds, right? The good deeds and the desires to do the good deeds comes naturally as you're walking with Jesus. It's not, oh, we're doing good deeds because we're trying to earn our way into heaven, right? And I think so many people like confuse that. Um, I know I did for a long time. And so you're, you're so right that it's almost like that conviction of like, no, like I really like genuinely just feel it. Like I need to go walk the cart all the way up to the store, or at least make sure it's in like a, you know, one of the cart things mm -hmm. instead of just leaving it in the middle of the lot. 
right. which is something I never used to care about ever. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's so crazy. The smallest things for sure. But that's the thing that's important to us because he knows our heart more than anyone. And out of your heart, your mouth speaks. And so your heart must be so pure for God in order for him to be able to speak the words that need to be spoken. Um, and we can't bring people into our community if we're judging them or we're condemning them or we're deciding that what we see is somehow superior. One thing I've really learned as I've been being seamless, not saying that I'm fully there yet, but um, kind of lost my train of thought there. But when we're seamless with him, it's more about how can I help this person versus judging them about it. Right. It's... Um, this is more of an open dialogue. It's an acceptance. Um, when you're standing in God's love, there is no guilt or shame or judgment. And that's the community that you need because you, I find that no one can condemn me faster than I can to myself. Yeah. <laughs> and for a long time coming from abuse and trauma, it was super easy for me to treat myself horrible because that's what I thought I deserved. And no one if you're listening to this right now, you do not deserve that. No one deserves to be treated that way. No one deserves to carry that weight with them. God doesn't want you to. He wants to give you healing and love and abundance. But we can't if we're, like Taylor was saying, one foot here, one foot there. Because when we have our foot over here and not with God, he, let, he doesn't step in. Right. He's a gentleman. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He can't. <laughs> he cannot. You know, plus... Right. And not only that, but that speaking back to the energy, all of our ripples that we send out, he can't get in the way of the ripples because then he literally would going against his own design. Mm. There is a flow. So yeah, don't, don't expect to make all these horrible choices and that he's just going to step in and make it all better because those ripples are still coming back. Could he maybe tweak thing here and there, but the long run, like there's so many ripples. We don't even understand it. So you really start thinking about the impact because we make so many choices every single day and every one of those choices and every single thought and every single belief sends out ripples. So you could talk about millions of ripples going out during the day that ricochet out and they come back. All of those come back. They come bouncing back at you. <laughs> so you got to be so cognizant mm -hmm. and you need those community people, you know, when you might have a moment that you think you're going the right way to say, wait a minute, let's think about that a little more. What, what do you really think is going to happen? if you do make this choice and it's not someone that's making judgment against you. They're just asking you to think about it just a little deeper and maybe step back because maybe you did step a foot out and didn't mean to, because we do that. Sometimes we get so distracted. Satan loves to get us so confused and busy that we're not really paying attention to where we're stepping. And so right. then we're sending all kinds of crazy ripples out. And then all of a sudden it's ricocheting back at you and you're like, what is happening? <laughs> right. Oh so, yeah. You need those people in there to be like, Oh, well, do you remember when you made that choice? Could maybe that choice have been what caused this to come? And then you're like, oh, yeah. Those yeah. are the people you need in your life. Yeah. Not those are like, oh, look what you did. Duh. Right. <laughs> I've yeah. had those. This, this is such a rich message for both sides of the spectrum. Like being, being the community, right? That's inviting and welcoming people into the community. It's like, okay we need to always be self-reflecting. Like how, what is my approach towards people who are going through something hard? And it's like, you know, you feel God like giving you that feeling. That's like, oh, like that's probably not a good choice, you know, because you know, God's giving you that feeling. Your discernment's kicking in. That's probably not a good choice. So how do you approach that? That is, um, that is, uh, wrapped in love, right? That is just a, a wrapped in love sandwich. Like, it's just like, we, I think this is not a good choice. Like maybe you should pray about it, right? Maybe inviting them to pray with you about the decision, praying for them instead of talking about them um, and judging them for it. We don't ever want to come across as like, judgment judgmental because again that takes us right back to the other side of things where people flee communities because they feel judged right it's like oh I just feel so judged and um I've honestly had a few friends and family members that have said that's why they don't go to church because it's like I just feel judged when I go in there and sometimes when you walk in a church after not being in so long 
nobody's judging you. You feel like people are judging you because you haven't been walking with God the way you feel, you, you know, you should be. So it's like, you almost feel like you're being judged because you don't feel good enough to be in the space. And that's totally a lie. Like that is the farthest thing from true because everyone in the church is sinners are sinners too. <laughs> so, um, that might be more of a you and God thing that needs to be worked out and not so much like you and the, the church thing, you and the community thing. So, um, again, it just, it goes both ways. Like how can I self-reflect being the one walking into the community to where I don't take things a certain way, like how I take it with love, how they are holding me accountable. They are holding me to a higher standard and, and growing with me, helping me grow and get closer to God. Um, and also being to dis- being able to discern when it's not that, right? When maybe you've gotten a part of a community that is not what it's supposed to be. And it's like, okay, like they say they're all this and a bag of chips, but really like there's all this, these lies going on behind the scenes, right? Really allowing your personal discernment to kick in um, and be able to decipher that. And then again, on the other side of things, being the community, inviting and welcoming people in, like the self-reflection again of how am I welcoming others into this community and loving them and having the heart of Jesus, but also pointing them back to Jesus, no matter the circumstance, not just being like, oh yeah, wow, that's crazy. And not letting them know the conviction that's coming over you of like, I just feel like that's probably not a a good decision. Um, And just kind of laughing it off whenever they say, oh, this just happened, but really like they're hurting or something serious is going on behind the scenes. And you're just kind of, you know, oh, like being around the bush, not really, you know, helping them overcome the conflict or the situation. I think that we all are like in that place of trying to find the balance within a community. So do you have any like thoughts on that? Um, Well, what, what comes to mind is yes, we'll always have these triggers that we need to be paying attention to because it is easy for us to try to think we know what somebody else is thinking in their head, but in reality, what they're thinking is usually far from um, what they are actually thinking. And it's those triggers when you have those moments, um, first of all, trust your instincts, but also if you haven't been seamless, then your instincts may not be as, uh, what's the word I'm looking for as powerful as they could be when you, when you step back, because like I said, if you have two, you have a feet in two different places, you're going to get contradicting messages. So you may not always pick the right message, but what you can learn about yourself is that when your body does give you the signals, these triggers, if you see something happening and you, is there truth to it or not? It's taking that time out and understanding yourself because, you know, having been through different churches and yes, you do have some, unfortunately, that some churches that are very clicky and, you know, maybe not following the path that God is really wanting them to follow, but you're carrying that baggage with you and you can take it into the next place that you go. Mm. So you really need to decipher, like, is this something from the past that happened that I'm still just carrying with me? That's why it's so important for you to, first of all, have your relationship with God, because we do get soul wounds when people deeply hurt us that only he can fill and heal, but he can't do that if you don't take it and present it to him and say, God, help me with this. Help me understand why, when I came in here, you know, I had this overwhelming feeling of judgment, or I had this overwhelming feeling that people were looking at me funny or you know, whatever it is that you're feeling, but then dig into it. What is it? It could be just some past baggage that you're carrying or a wound that needs to be healed. Because at the end of the day, what is important is learning because we're constantly learning. We're always on a journey to becoming something. We're always becoming, but you have to stop and ask yourself, what am I becoming? Is this belief of judgment and condemnation? Is that helping me becoming more like God or less like God? There's always that choice of one or the other. What is this doing for me right now? And when it comes to community, the community should definitely be making you becoming more like God, not less like him. And that's why you, de- you do need to be seamless with God, because that is how you gain that discernment to know when you walk into a place that you can feel and trust what you're feeling. Because that's where I think a lot of us struggle is we don't even trust our own feelings. We don't even know ourselves enough to know what our feelings are trying to tell us. And that takes time 
and effort and work um, to understand ourselves and why we feel the way that we do and what is it trying to tell us and who am I really? At the end of the day, you're gods and you're so important and everything you do matters and every choice you make matters and all those ripples matter. Because if you look out at the world right now, there's not good ripples out there. You can easily point out all the negative ripples versus good ones. It seems like it's a little harder to find. But if you start focusing on all the good ripples that you're seeing, all the other ones start to fade away because what you focus on actually becomes your focus. And so again, that community helps you stay focused on the things of God instead of the things that are not of God. And that's what we need in our world. And I really got to wrap this back around to the power. When you think about I was trying to think out the best way to say this. So I would say like each person has a flashlight. So if I'm out in the pitch dark and I put my flashlight on, we see a beam of light. And then if Taylor was to come and stand next to me and put her flashlight on, now we have double the beam of light. So communities like that. So the more people you get, the brighter your light. And plus when two or more come together. So as soon as Taylor and I came together, God's light like multiplied our light together because when two come together in his name, he's there. And that's when the magic happens. And then I'm getting goosebumps. <laughs> that's when the power, you know, because we are his and he lives in us and we have his attributes. We are made in his image. So everything that Jesus came here and did, we're supposed to do even more than Jesus did. And that's when you got to ask yourself, am I? Because I don't think a lot of us even understand the power that's flowing through us when you right. become connected with God. And when you get into that community, the power, that's what blows my mind is like, when you think about a hundred people coming together in his name, the magnitude that that would be <laughs> so crazy, right? I know goosebumps again, there's just so much love that's in everything. And it's so easy to think that. There just isn't because I spent so much of my life thinking, you know, love was outside of myself and someone had to give it to me. I had somehow had to earn it, but you don't have to God's glory. His grace is not earned. It's already yours. It's already in you. It's already around you. And I think that it's important that we get more communities of people to understand that and live from that place of love and flow. That is God. Absolutely. It's so good. <laughs> There's power. Yeah. That kind of guides us right into, you know, the community that we're building and the invitation that we're giving out, you know, to everyone and anyone that is just feeling it pressing on their hearts to be connected to like-minded yeah. people. And, um, you know, through becoming the one God called, um, it is such a rich community and connection, weekly connection, where we get to converse about God moving in our lives and um, us moving for God, in a sense, you know, like us being out there and um, just looking at life through his perspective, his lens and living our lives that way, um, you know, picking up our cross, laying down our selfish desires, our, um, our lives essentially and walking with God and watching the blessings come from that. And the just contentness and, and overflowing joy and love from our souls that overflows when we operate that way. And so, um, yeah, we, we do have a rich community that we're building that invites others to walk with us in that journey. And um, go through the Becoming the One God Called program and just being a part of that community because it's incredible and life changing. And regardless, um, just conversations like this weekly with others, um, like minded individuals, and bouncing ideas off one another and praying for one another, you know, our prayers are not, not one prayer is ever unheard, ever. And so when we come together as a community and we pray, there's so much power in prayer and the enemy loves to make us seem like it is pointless and like you are crazy for praying. Like there, 
You really think that by saying a prayer to God, that it's just going to be answered and, or that he hears you. He has so many other prayers to attend to so many people in this world. There's no way he could ever hear you. And we are, um, you know, programmed to believe this lie that our prayers don't matter or that they don't work. And it's actually become something super casual and thrown around the word prayer. Oh, it'll, that'll be in my prayers. I'll be praying for you. Please pray. I get this job, you know, just so you know, just please pray. And oh, okay, I got you. I'll pray. But then you go home, you don't pray for that because <laughs> it's almost like it's just something thrown out there. Like we just say the words as if it's a casual thing. Like we're just wishing you the best of luck. We're using it in the same terminology. Like, oh, I'm wishing, I wish you luck, you know, good luck. Um, like it's a gamble or something. <laughs> Praying is not that whatsoever. Praying is powerful. And when you are viewing your life in the lens of God and, and walking seamless with him, you will visually and see for yourself how prayer works in your life in the small things and the big things and how it is essential to your relationship with God. And so when we come together as a community and I just picture all those flashlights flickering on, like when we all come together and we pray together and it's just like this huge beam of light, like takes up like fields and fields and acres, right? Um, when we come together and we pray together for one another and lift each other up in Jesus's name, um, hell shakes for sure when mm -hmm. we do that, because there is so much power in that. And, um, and yeah, we just, we are inviting and welcoming a community of people that, that need that in their life because we all need it. Right. And that are desiring that and you just feel pressing on your heart to just be a part of something that. Um, is bigger than yourself and, you know, to where your cares are heard and um, welcome to discuss, like we care for one another, we love one another and um, everything, you know, points back and directs right back to God. And so um, it's pretty incredible what happens when, when you come together as a community and that's exactly what God calls us to do. Um, there's several scriptures that point us back to the power of community. So in his name. Right. And people think that it's all about, you know, God did that all about him, but it's not, it's all about us because he right. knows, he knows what his power can do. Mm -hmm. So think about it, the power that, you know, if you look at just the power that came through Jesus, but then Jesus wasn't alone either. He had his disciples. So even he was creating community that we, you know, we kind of forget about that a little bit. Uh, right. And then even after he left, they were still, you know, why didn't they disperse? Because in your head, you're thinking, you know, their leader, basically the one that was teaching him, their teacher, the one they loved and followed was no longer here. And yet he sent the spirit. So no matter what, they were never without him. We're right. never without him. Um, and that's kind of what came up with the whole idea of um, the back to school special that is being offered for the Becoming the One God Called program. Because the whole, because this whole idea is kind of wrapped around when two or more come together. So it's two for the price of one. So either you can split the price with someone or gift it to someone, depending on what God is calling on your heart. And that is something to ask God, you know, because maybe you have someone that is maybe in a place where they can't financially get to it, but you could. Mm -hmm. So there's always an exchange of energy, but that doesn't mean that you can't do an exchange for someone else because there's verses in there too <laughs> about, you know, what you can do, what your power of your belief can do for someone else. And I think that is one of the things that I might've struggled with a little bit too, was that understanding of energy of always just wanting things given, but it doesn't work that way. There's a flow, there's a give and a, you know, to receive, we can't just always be receiving because then we're not getting the full the fullness of that, that we received. And think of back to the ripples for everything that you sent out because the ripple doesn't come out until you send it. Right. So you actually have to put something, you have to take some steps, some kind of action, some kind of energetic move that moves energy in order for it to come out and then receive something back. So I did struggle with that because I was, even when I first started my own business, I tried to do all of the free things, all the free things, all the free things. And then wasn't, it wasn't working, wasn't working, wasn't working is because I was just expecting to be given. 
Right. <laughs> Which is kind of crazy when I think about it because my whole life I was waiting for things to be given and never was. And I was always giving. So it was interesting mm-hmm. now that I think about that, how that kind of played back around. Um, but it wasn't until I was willing. And at that time, and I think we talked about this in another episode was it wasn't until I was willing to say, okay, God, I have all of this stuff happening right now, but you're saying create this program. I have no idea how I'm going to have time to do it, but I did it anyway. And it's powerful. What came through me, it was, it was because I was willing to give something that I didn't even feel like I had. Right. That was time and energy and effort. And yet it blows my mind how quickly it all flowed (laughs) and, and was crafted and created and the power of it, because I was so willing to basically, I gave him all that I had. All of me was, is in this, it is not, and it's not, and I've had other people and I've also done it where I've spent thousands and thousands of dollars for programs that said they were going to do this one thing and that they did not. Right. But I can honestly say that this is not like that at all. It is not something that you join and then you're on your own. You're not, um, we're there with you every step of the way, um, to make sure that the, that you're getting the absolute most. And so much more than the actual amount, because like Taylor said in another one, like this, there's no monetary value you can put on this. Just like there's no monetary value you can put on the sacrifice, you know, that Jesus made for all of us. Um, And it's not until you're willing to first give, that's where we forget. We feel like, you know, we just deserve to have all these things, but what are we willing to do? in order to have it, even though abundance is our birthright until I learned to understand that there's an energy exchange. God literally took everything from me. Mm. It, it took him taking everything from me for me to start to understand that I was trying to do stuff for world's money. He's like, what are you doing this for? And it wasn't until, you know, I didn't even actually care about the money. I was just so worried about how am I going to pay for all these things? That's not even my job to worry about. God's got you covered. Right. That was the biggest thing I had to learn. It wasn't until I lost all of it. Like I went into the hole, lost all of it because I was trying to do it without him. Mm. And then the, the complete change when I said, you're right, you know, I can't, obviously this isn't working. Let's do it your way now. And then everything changed. Everything. All of a sudden, just like this, it's just even like, we're, you know, we we're talking about the flashlight that we shine, but then God shines his back on us. And I've had favor. I'm just crazy things happen to me. I can just have a random passing thought like, Ooh, I really want that speaker. I really like to have a speaker for my whatever. And boom, someone gave it to me like two days later <laughs> just yeah. out of nowhere. and I forgot I even had to have the thought. So that's how much God wants to just give us, but it's not until we understand that he can give us everything exceedingly and abundantly more than we could ever imagine. Right. Without having to do anything except go rest in his arms. That's the, that's honestly the only thing that I made a change instead of me barreling out, trying to make all these things and force them to work. Yeah. I stopped and I said, okay, here you go. And I just put it at his feet and then I spent time with him. Yeah, it's so good. (laughs) And it's crazy how, you know, we think we're always have to be busy doing, 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 and that's not the case. We have to have a good balance of being and doing and the discernment to know when to be and when to do. Mm. So yeah, I so think, this uh, too, regardless, you know, regardless if this this message on community goes beyond just becoming the one God called, right? Um, I think that no matter what, like we're not just trying to like sell you a program, right? No matter what, it's important to be plugged into a community, whether it's in your church, um, maybe through you know a, a small group of friends that are all like minded, Christ minded in your community that you can meet up with and be in touch with or through a business that, you know, the message is around God, right? And not, not teaching us about success, success, success. Oh, go chase it, grind, right? Like the hustle, right? There's so many, I mean, that is offered everywhere. That hustle mindset is offered everywhere. And so um, if you can find a community that is Christ-centered. And, and like we said, like the Becoming the One God called program is that community. There is an exchange, but 
it's because you're going to get so much out of it and there was so much put into it. Right. So it's just like, if you were to do a program anywhere else, but you know, of course you can be plugged in at this simultaneously at your church, serving at your church. Like there's no cost to be at church. Right. Um, except the cost of you making the decision to go and show up. Like there is always an exchange to some extent with everything, whether it's monetary or it's mm -hmm. just the decision in the time making the time for these things, right? And that's why the monetary value, um, you know, the exchange in a, in a program like this is, is vital because it holds you accountable to actually show up. Because if not, it's like, oh yeah, I got a friend invited me to go shopping tonight. I'm not going to get on the Zoom, right? So there's always an exchange, no matter what. And also regardless if, you know, you're feeling it or not to be a part of the program, we are praying for you no matter what. And like, you are loved no matter what. And we welcome you no matter what to the community that we are building, whether you sign up for the program or not, you know, whether you just want to be in touch with us and ask for prayers and like, we will be that friend for you no matter what. Like I said, we're not just trying to like sell this program. Um, God pressed this on our hearts to share. And like, I went through the program myself and I just have to like, just brag again on it, that it changed my life completely in so many ways in the past 15 weeks, um, 12 to 15 weeks with bonuses and stuff. Um, it really did. And it really aligned me more with, with God. And of course brought me into a community that I have felt accountable to weekly. Um, because I'm focused on this, the lessons in this program and showing up to the Zooms and having these conversations, it's elevated me as an individual. And so, um, again, if you are looking for something like that, you are looking to, um, to rise up and you feel it pressing on your heart, you know, I need to be part of something like that. I need to become more seamless with God. Like I need guidance in this walk. Um, I cannot out of 10 recommend it. And again, regardless, community is important, whether it's with this program or not, like it's important to be plugged in somewhere, somehow, um, and have a circle of people praying for you and circle of people you're praying for, right? There's an exchange there as well. So anyway, yeah, community, it's powerful. <laughs> so powerful. <laughs> and yeah, and yeah, and don't ever feel like, you know, you don't matter or that, you know, people won't accept you or... And that's, that's not you talking really. That is one thing that I've really learned too on my journey is just as much as you can hear God, you can hear the other side. Um, and he's really good at sounding just like you. So um, always be, that's why it's so important to know, to really get in and know yourself and know, you know, would I actually do that? Or would I actually have that kind of thought? Where the heck did that thought come from? Because thoughts can come from crazy, crazy places that, just boggle your mind like why where how um yeah <laughs> and that's something too i think that we really have to be paying attention to because when we are a new believer um and you start to change your life around sometimes they forget to tell you that darkness doesn't like that <laughs> they i mean and then you could be walking through your life just all fine and dandy but you know that there's a huge piece of you missing because we are designed to, to crave community to have people by our side um but that that darkness can it can it can really mess with you <laughs> and yeah. it will because if you're if you're doing nothing god you know you're not following god or doing the beliefs and you're just doing your own thing and he's leaving you alone is because you're not you're not a threat Right. But the second that you're like, change your focus from nothing to something, now he's got a problem. And that's why community is so important to help point those things out. Like, and I can't remember, there's multiple times where Taylor and I would get on together and I'd be like, oh, what did Satan do today? It was like this new thing. What is Satan trying to do today? Because <laughs> we're finding him. And we've both been, you know, interesting stories of how he's been trying to attack even people around us where we have to go oh let's pray we, you know and we're right there because if you were to message me right now and say hey Lori, please pray for this person i would get with taylor and we'd pray yeah because when two or more come together um god's there and that's what we need more of in this world 
people yeah. are willing to say, not just say pray, like we, we literally get together and we pray, even if it's just even through um, voice message. Yes, I have yeah. prayed. <laughs> yeah, um, just right then and there. She's like, help pray. And I'm right there. And I prayed right over it. And together we, even though technically I recorded it and then she listened to it, it was still close enough. Yeah that the power of God was still there with us because he knew what we were doing when she asked for help. And I was right there and we'll do that. God needs us doing that for each other. We are called to be his ambassadors. We are called to be his disciples. We are called to lift each other up. Um, and to, and that has been always my greatest desire coming from abuse, from a trauma, from feeling so empty and so angry and so filled with hate and once I realized that this God love is everywhere and that it's yours that is what I want for you more than anything is to know that you don't have to stay under that weight under the guilt under the shame under any of that anymore that's not yours it's not meant for you to carry you want to be in that love place <laughs> and that's why we're here so yeah yeah. If that's what you get from this is that you matter, then we did something. <laughs> yeah. um, and I just want to just remind too, I also offer um, seven days free trial of the program too. And if that's all that you did and it helped you hear God's voice, then I've done something that, that in itself is an energy exchange. You right. just even take the time to sign up to that and do those seven days and follow the journal prompts and come to a free session will you know if that was all you took and got something and you got to hear god then we did something something important and that's why we're here so <laughs> at the end of the day impact is the most important and and that's the message the message is bringing god's children closer to him right and yeah and seeking him and so um that's the mission so regardless of however that happens for you, um, like if, if it, like you said, just listening to this, doing the seven day free trial, actually going through the whole program, just having back and forth communication with either of mm -hmm. us, you know, prayer partners, prayer warriors, um, whatever it is, like that's our goal and our mission and our call is to build that safe community where we can all just grow in the body of Christ together and fulfill the purposes that he's called on each of us because it's beyond just Lori and I like it is mm -hmm. so much bigger than just us we are just voicing what has been placed on our hearts by by the Lord and so um that extends those ripples go out like so much further mm -hmm. and so so much bigger than just us so that's yeah. our prayers and our hopes that it reaches and impacts so many people so many people. Yeah. Millions. <laughs> this is my mission for millions of people to no longer carry guilt and shame anymore and to just live in that place of total acceptance, zero judgment, love. Yeah. That's what we all, that's what you deserve. Jesus. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So um, also be on a look at, like we said, there's the free seven day trial. Um, a new group is going to be starting September 5th. So if you're interested in that, you know, get a hold of us. Um, and also be also on the lookout because I'm going to create um, a free vault. I guess it's called the vaults within my trackable system. It's going to be free. So you can come in there. It'll be able to discuss things, ask for prayer. Um, whatever is that your, you know, answers you have, want some questions answered, whatever that it is that you need that be on the lookout for that um, on my website, soullovelegacy.com. I'm getting that put together. So all I have to do is basically, if you go to my website, you can sign up and then you're in and we'll start putting things in there. Lessons, questions, comments, <laughs> things to lift you up, get you closer. So yeah, any last thoughts? No, that's, okay. all. that's an awesome conversation. Okay. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> oh, thank you so much for being here. Um, please reach out to us. Like we said, if you want some prayer warriors, we are definitely here for you. So just awesome. holler. <laughs> Thanks for being here, Taylor. Bye. Bye, everybody.
love is like a symphony. It soothes the weary soul. It connects you to all that is right and true. It connects you to yourself. The notes of love, a trail you follow, that leads you on a beautiful journey into yourself. Love is a guide that leads you home, that leads you forward, that leads you exactly where you need to go. Everything you are is found in love. Love is found in you, in all things. Love is a connector, a catalyst that breaks you free from that which holds you but has no right to. Love is the key that unlocks every chain, every door, and unbinds what should never have been bound. Love speaks to you in heart nudges to gently show you where to go. Love never gives up on you. When heart nudges are not enough, love will drop a truth bomb on you to get your eyes to focus on the truth. Truth bombs light you up from the inside out like a flash of lightning, quick and straight to the point, meant to jar you into action, move you away from complacency. Love will never let you go, no matter what you feel was done in error. No matter how much judgment you heap on yourself, love never goes away. Even if you let go, love is still holding on to you. Love is forgiveness. Love is strength. Love is surrender. Love is you. All that love is, is yours. Love is wide and deep, never ending. Love is soul healing. Love endures forever. Love is your journey, and every journey has a story. Listen in for every episode is a story of love found through truth bombs and heart nudges. Stories that inspire not just the speaker, but all who listen. Find the magic of you in the love. Love's whisper is calling out to you, longing for you to embrace all that you are and follow where love leads. Your purpose is great and found within love's story of you. Join me each episode and allow the words of love to enlighten you to truth, wisdom, honor, and inspiration. For the answers are found in love's truth bombs and heart nudges.